This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, April 28th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah? Yeah. You had a another softball game today? I did. We just, we, 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 we sadly, uh, this team showed up. Yes, sadly. Uh, <laughs> not... You know, it it was a it was a good game. Uh, we lost five to four. Oh man, that's tough. That sounds that does sound like a good game. It was. It was. It was pretty intense. Um, I I was actually starting pitcher. And I got off to a rocky start. Sure. I got tagged for three runs in the in the first and a pair in the second, and it was almost one hundred percent my fault. There was an issue with walks. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. That and is... not only if you if you issue a walk in our a slow pitch softball league, like two batters get placed on base. <laughs> really? Yes. I've never. I've heard of a lot of wacky softball rules. I have not heard that one before. I wasn't familiar with it either. And not only that, like the team we were playing. Okay, I'm there. You know, they have fun, like hang out with my coworkers, who I like. I genuinely like, and I, th- I genuinely think are good people. Mm-hmm. But we, we've got a few, you know, inter- intramural heroes on your team or on the other team. On the other team. Yes. Let's just say, like, if if you own a pair of baseball pants and socks. Mm-hmm. And are showing up to these, you're trying too hard already. Yeah, for what is you know, they're all workplaces, right? Yes, it's a, it's a work league. It's still like I I look at it as more to like you know build relationship and build camaraderie with with my coworkers than I do to like mm-hmm. win a championship and lay it in a line. Right, that's so, funny. Anyway, so a couple of their guys, like they kind of let's just say I can't say they did anything like outwardly wrong. It was a couple of those like unwritten rules of baseball kind of deals. Yeah. Did you stare them down? Did they flip their bats? No, no, no. It was okay. This is what happened. Like the 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 opposing pitcher and I, like he like hit like an infield pop up that I as the you know was in my field of purview, so I, I caught it. Mm-hmm. Only problem is I was running toward the first baseline. He was running up the first baseline. We got tailed up a little bit. Uh oh. And it was like wasn't intentional, and I turned around. And he's like glaring at me, like you wouldn't believe. And I'm just like, dude. I, I first like I was, your plan was to get in his way was, or something. Yeah, like I was about to say I was sorry, but as soon as I saw him glaring at me, I just like I didn't say anything. I just you know t- you know flip the ball under the mound, and, like walk back to, to my team. Oh boy. So dude comes up in you know like the, in like the last inning, and at that point I was like kind of tired. I'm not gonna you know. I probably you know, I probably threw maybe sixty pitches, seventy pitches mm-hmm. for a softball game. And dude comes up and let's just say his batting stance was one. He like had like his bat on his shoulder and was like expecting me to walk him. Okay. Like he ser- like he, he seriously. That's how he came up to the plate. And then like I wasn't sure if he wasn't ready, so I like hesitated. And he's just like, "Come on!" And I'm just like, "All right." So <laughs> getting cocky in a softball well, game, apparently. To, to be fair, you know, I I w- once I like once I, I I settled in after the first two innings, I I actually did pretty well. Like I, I didn't mm-hmm. allow any, I didn't allow any runs after the second. I was proud of that. Uh, and I actually racked up three strikeouts. Oh, softball strikeouts. That's and these pretty were, good. These were like real ones. These weren't like, you know, wacky softball. These are like swinging strikeouts. So That's awesome. And there there was one where I, I threw the pitch and I knew he was going to swing and miss. So I just like started walking off the mound like as he was swinging. Uh, so I'm, I'm, fun. Tra- I'm starting to think that's where that guy might have gotten irritated. Either way. And then when we were in the uh, in the handshake line at the end, he said something to one of my teammates. Yeah, and that was you know, and and that was like the extent of it. But I was, I, I was just like, dude. What a weird on. thing to get chippy about. I, I don't know. Whatever, That's man. Fine. That guy, that guy was a jerk. You know. I, I, <laughs> 
that's so, that's funny. I'm I'm excited about our weekly editions on the Friday shows of, of Matt's softball updates. It's good. Know. I don't think I'm pitching next week. At least yeah, yeah. But either way, it was it was an experience. It was a lot. Of, it was stressful. We got a tweet from a Mariners fan named Junior Junior saying he doesn't know what he would do without our <laughs> Matt's daily condo updates. And now we have softball updates instead. Yeah, I personally think are 10 times better. (laughs) I think we'll probably move them to the back of the show going forward so that you don't have to sit to this before we talk about MLB stuff. But it'll be a thing, apparently. It's it's Matt talking about the unwritten rules of softball, dude. Exactly. Exactly. So we did have some picks this week, and... Mine did not go very well. You did a little bit better than I did, but uh, I had a time. Brett Anderson did fine. A lot of base runners, but he got me a win. Uh, Robert Gesellman got pushed today and then just got whooped on. Allowed five runs in four innings against yeah. the Braves. I'm about done. I mean, I don't know. You got to lay off Robert Gesellman at this point, right? I had him in like most of my leagues and I've cut him at this point. I'm, I've yeah. pretty much had him. He it, could yeah. turn it around and he'll probably get to stay in that rotation because the Mets are such a mess, but... No, thanks. Pass. Got to, got to see it. Uh, Hector Santiago was okay for me. It was fine. I had two runs in five innings. And then I had Antonio Sensatella get whooped on by the Red Hot Nationals in Gores, too. Oh, the Gores. The Gores. Ugh. Um, you had Wade Miley do okay. He walked a bunch, but he got the strikeouts he needed. He handled the Rays. Mm-hmm. You had Nate Carnes get beat up by the White Sox a little bit. So, <sighs> yay? Bad. I don't know. Yeah, I believe. And, oh, wait, 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 wait. We gotta check something. I gotta look at something really quick here, and then I'm gonna make a a, a comment about that. Oh, damn it! The Indians won, so the, the White Sox were were tied for first for about five minutes today. They're now <laughs> half a game out of first place in the NL Central at eleven and nine. That's amazing, and nobody really is paying attention or cares at all. Oh, oh, oh I'm, I'm saying, do you hear people talking about how hot the White Sox are? I don't think, I don't consider 11 and 9 to be hot, so no. It's just, yeah, been that kind of division so far. Uh, and you had Hyunjin Ryu in San Francisco, and he did just fine. Not yeah. a lot of whiffs, but he did just fine. Okay. Yeah. And you had Adam Conley get pushed, and we'll probably talk about it in the show, because he's going to go yeah, on Friday. I, I, don't think, I don't think I get him anymore, because he's not going to be pitching against the Phillies. Yeah, you would have to repick him. By uh, the rules of our contest is if a guy gets pushed in the series and gets the same matchup again, you can still get that uh, accounted for you. But if they're pushed to another one, it's not really the same pick at all. So, yep. And then on the hitter side, I had Josh Reddick get me some RBIs, and that was about it. Not much happened for me, but you had Michael Saunders go deep for you. Mm-hmm. He did it. He did it. Yay. And then you had Chris Coughlin on Thursday. So you didn't have him in his amazing dive over Yadier Molina game. Did no, you see that? I did, but what a week to pick him. I mean... Oh, was, I did for a second. I was like, wait, what? No? I mean, we would have to make an extra column on the sheet for that. Diving <laughs> dives over Yadier Molina. <laughs> yeah, and you would lead. Uh, that was that was one of those baseball plays that I like went to go show people I know that don't care about baseball. I, I'm I like, no, no, it's a baseball video, but I promise it's good. You want to see this? I did this to my wife and she was just like, why did he do that? <laughs> I'm just like, does it matter? Yeah. I don't know that he knew I did it either. I don't think he was, did either. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. It was quality. Yeah. Matt, do you have anything before we get into these picks for Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yeah. I've just been, I've been dying. I've been dying to ask you something all week, Dylan. Okay. Do you have any hot NFL draft takes? Not 
a one <laughs> at all. Nothing. I got nothing. No clue. I am so out of the t- it's it's been a while since we talked about how much I don't follow football, you know. And I'm I'm clueless. I'm no help there. <laughs> did you I mean the Bears did something that people are upset about, right? Don't, don't. Okay. Uh, So for Friday, the 28th, I had a list of guys I was interested in. We have a few of our guys who have gone over the threshold. Our boy Chase Anderson continues to be good. He's up to 55% owned. It's like, we're like proud parents, or he's back to relevancy and we can't even pick him. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He gets the Braves. I'm totally fine with that, but we cannot select him. Nope. And then less of a proud parent thing, but Lance Lynn is up to 56% owned, as he should be. Yeah, he should he, be owned I, all over. He gets the yeah, Reds. I don't, I don't, be I don't fine. know why he was so ignored this, this, this offseason. Yeah. I was picking him basically every time I could, and now I can't anymore. I, and I'm I, like, I, I, you know, he was, I was, I drafted him just about every, you know, I, I've shared him just about every league I had because he was super cheap for mm-hmm. no reason. He should be just fine. He's not a stud. He's not going to win this all young, but he's going to be totally you don't serviceable. Know that, I don't know that. It's pretty early. Uh, how about some guys like Blake Snell's going to Toronto, where a year ago you would have said absolutely no way, but man, the Blue Jays are bad, other than Chris Coughlin and his dives. Are you thinking about a lefty going to Toronto and Blake Snell? I would I would think about it, yeah, at this point, because the, the Jays are so beat up that... Yeah, they're a disaster. So you could think about it. I like Blake Snell. It's not the best matchup, but it's not nearly as bad as you'd think, so... I would feel that. better about Blake Snow if he didn't have 15 walks and 15 strikeouts <laughs> in 21 innings. That's a thing, yeah. Yeah, that is a thing. Uh, how about the big, big matchup of Mike Pelfrey against Matt Boyd in Detroit? Big, big Mike Pelfrey going for hey, the White Sox. The White Sox win and the Indians lose, which... You'd be in first place, yep. thanks to Mike Pelfrey. Sole ownership, thanks to Mike Pelfrey. I assume you want nothing to do with Mike Pelfrey, but you've picked Matt Boyd. Would you consider him against the White Sox? <sighs> I don't think I can. The White Sox are too good? Gotta look out for Avisil <laughs> Garcia. I think they might be. Oh, we'll get to him. Oh, uh, yeah. I think you can consider Matt Boyd, but it's not a slam dunk. Tyler Skaggs goes to Texas. I'm not really in on Tyler Skaggs. You like him more than I do, but would you consider this matchup? Probably not. We also have Kyle Freeland going to Arizona. Rocky's guy who's been fine as a rookie. He's been interesting. Not that many strikeouts, but I don't like that matchup much more than I do if it were in course, right? Like, aren't you a little bit scared of Chase Field in the desert? A little bit. Yeah. And that's a team that can hit. And Freeland's been okay, but there's not a ton of upside there, you know, strikeout-wise. So Not really. Uh, he also 14 strikeouts to 10 walks. So yeah. a bit more interesting than Blake Snell. <laughs> um, the other ones I like, Charlie Morton gets the A's, and I just feel like, I don't know, he, he seems okay. He I, We've talked about early on, now there's upside there, and I just haven't seen a bunch of it yet. And I like the matchup. I like him getting the A's. I don't know. Do you like Charlie Morton at all? He's my pick, actually. So, yes, I like Charlie Morton. I'm fine with that, mostly because I didn't exactly list anybody much more exciting here, you know. <laughs> but I, I'm saying it's fine. I'm not excited. I feel like it's this year's Tom Kohler of, like, he'll do when you want him. He'll he had, do. He's but... had 19 strikeouts in 21 innings so far. I mean, he's been good. He's been, he's been good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And the Astros like him, and that's interesting. But. 
yeah. The only other name I had, I'm going to go. I'm taking your boy, Adam Conley, getting the Pirates. And the matchup's okay. I'm not really scared of the Pirates at all, are you? No. No. I don't think Adam Conley's super exciting either. I just, I'm, I'm fine with both of those, for sure. But I'm taking Adam Conley, and, and the Pirates are just banged up and not scary. You know, especially when they lost Starling Marte. So, I'm fine with that. And then, Matt, how about some hitters? We have all these uninspiring pitchers. Uh, what, what are you thinking here for hitters? Okay, the matchup I like to pick against is the Luis Perdomo versus Jeff Samarja matchup. Sure, you want to get into San Francisco for, uh, for that. I want to get into both of these guys. Mm-hmm. Perdomo, right-hander, struggles with lefties. Last season, OPS against over 850. This season, uh, OPS against over 1,000, but it's only a few starts. Ugh. I'm going to roll Joe Panic out there at 21% owned. Yeah, I could see that. I, I looked at him this weekend, too, not on Friday, but... He's pretty under-owned for a guy who consistently can hit 300-ish. Not much power, but that's okay. He can perform. Does, does damage against righties, he really does. So. Yeah, I, I like him there. He's totally usable, for uh, sure. Next up, my, my B pick, Dylan, I don't like popcorn shrimp. Sure. But I do enjoy jumbo shrimp. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. At 22%, Ryan Schimpf gets the shark, Jeff Samarja. Yes. All these good old nicknames are bringing back, for sure. I still can't stand him. I know you can't. Samarja, this year, 7-4 ERA, 0-4 record. It's getting whooped on. All the Giants have been so bad. One two five five OPS against lefties this year. That's bad. That's not good. Not good. And, you know, that's what Schimpf wants to do. Instead yeah, of righty. Womp on, yeah, womp on righties, so that's what yeah. he's going to do. And lastly, my C pick. Yeah, I'm going to roll Avi Garcia out there against Matt Boyd. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And what is it about this specifically? It, uh, righty and lefty, Avi just keeps driving and runs. And I don't. Yeah. It's a C pick, you know. It, um, yeah. He's at 66%. I just wanted to make sure I had a guy that I know is going to get in there against the lefty, and it's going to be, and mm-hmm. he should. And he's been, to the surprise of me, he's been productive. Yeah, getting that trade value up, right? That's the idea. At this point, I'm like legit scared that they're probably going to sign him to like a long term deal. They're like, lock him up. Yep, this lock, is, lock, this lock the him up. For four years. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that, especially as a C pick. I had, I'm keep trying to do lower owned guys because right now you're at 14.3% and I'm at 22%. And so I'm beating you barely in the hitting stuff, but I need to get my numbers down to, to have those bragging rights. So okay. I'm going to lesser owned guys. I'm going to start picking the C pick against Mike Pelfrey. You can consider anybody you want against Mike Pelfrey. The under owned guy in the Tigers lineup for me is Tyler Collins. I looked at him. He's not special, but no. he's batting high enough in the lineup that he's 1% owned. It's yeah. Mike Pelfrey. It's the White Sox bullpen. I took a long, long look at him, and mm-hmm. the thing of it, him, he, he he doesn't really have much power, and he doesn't really have any speed. Yeah. I mean, it's Joe Panic, and I'm not saying that they're similar oh, ballplayers. Oh. I'm saying that when he faces Mike Pelfrey, you're on the fantasy side of it hoping for about the same thing. Just get some hits and whatnot. So, yeah. I'm offended for Joe Panic. The comparison to Tyler Collins. Yeah, <laughs> I can see tweet, that. You, you kind of tweeted Joe Panic. You, you wouldn't believe what this Higgins guy said about you. I'm just saying, like, when you face Mike Pelfrey, you, you get a big boost. So I would consider him there. How about our boy Ryan Rua getting Tyler Skaggs? If you're looking for a not-very-owned bat to get lefties, they're uh, looking to pick on Tyler Skaggs in Texas. 
trying to trying to find a lefty masher. It's Ryan Rua. It's if you look at his splits, it's like when he faces lefties, he kind of becomes a passable major league option. Like he's something exciting, but he's zero percent owned, and and he gets a lefty into it. My pick though, and I've mentioned this guy on the show before, but he's never been an A pick for me. I want to pick against Kenta Maeda because he has been ugly, and I'm I'm fine with picking against him. I'm taking a lesser owned Philadelphia Philly. Freddie Galvis is probably going to OPS 650 this year or something, but he might go 1515 or 2020 or something. He has pop, he has speed, he doesn't get on base, but if he can run into one or swipe a base, I'll call that a big win against Kenta Maeda at six percent. So okay. I'm taking Freddie Galvis, not a great fantasy ball player, but some speed and and some pop. So I want that Matt for Saturday, the 29th. I had, uh, do you like your boy, Jimmy Nelson or you can't, are you done? He burned you too much. I I can't pick. No, when Jimmy Nelson like is written into the schedule, I just, I don't see it anymore. Yeah. You got to skip him over. He gets the Braves. You can consider it. He has upside, but I don't know. I, I'm hoping I can do better on Saturday. How about Dan Straley getting the Pirates? Do you like Dan Straley at all? He's my pick, actually, Dylan. There you go. Yeah, okay. See, I feel like I can figure it out eventually. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So what do you like about Dan Straley getting the Pirates? Okay. Dan Straley is actually kind of quietly putting together a season. Mm-hmm. He's always had strikeouts. Uh, sub-4 ERA, 20 innings pitched, 24 strikeouts, only 9 walks. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. You can take that. Honestly, his first his first start against Washington was rough. Since then, two and run, 0-2. Yeah, it's three starts, but he's always had some skills. That's interesting. He's also coming off a uh, seven, seven innings, 14 strikeout performance against the Padres. Boy, yeah. So when he gets a lineup that's not tough, he does fine, and he's going to get the Pirates, who, again, I'm just not scared of. Yeah, so. me either. So. Yeah, so uh, I like that. I like that fine. It's not thrilling, but it's doable. Mm-hmm. Would you consider Francisco Liriano at home against the Rays? I would consider picking against him. <laughs> but not picking him? No. On the other side is Matt Andresi. Would you think about Matt Andresi going to Toronto? I do not think about Matt Andresi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about your boy Derek Holland getting the Tigers? Huh? And those great, great peripherals? Hey. He, he he might be pitching for a first place team on come come Saturday. That's true, but you and I don't believe in the peripherals he's posting right now at all, right? Not really, no, not not no. no, not a bit. And the Tigers are also very beat up, so the the matchup isn't as scary as it used to be. But I no thanks. Uh, your boy Jesse Chavez going to Texas? Pass. That's a, that's a hard pass. Yeah, it's there's not much upside there. Jesse Chavez is the kind of pitcher that would have to have a real favorable matchup for me to want to mess with that. And then the few last guys I actually thought were interesting. I love Andrew Triggs. He's only 47% owned. He is fallible. He finally gave up some runs. He gets the <laughs> Astros, though, and I don't I don't want any matchup against the Astros. I don't think they're... I'm, I'm scared. I like Andrew Triggs. I think you can do it. I definitely thought about it, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm skipping this one in Houston. I'm going to take Hyunjin Ryu against the Phillies. You sold me on him a little bit last time out, and... He's at home, and it's against Zach Eflin, and I'm just not really that scared of the Phillies lineup. He has to look out for Tommy Joseph and Aaron Althair and whatnot, but I think he can get by at home okay against that that lineup. So I have Hyunjin Ryu. I'd like to see him, you know, have some success, especially against a lineup that isn't so scary. 
So, yeah. Did you consider that at all? Do you like that? Not really. I, th- I think the Phillies are a little too scary. They have some righty bats, but they have some righty bats. I, I looked up like how they do against lefties, and they are definitely above average. Yeah. But I'm just trying to trust a hopefully healthy Yanjin Rio. And then, Matt, how about for hitters on Saturday? Who are you looking at? Well, on Saturday, we, we, we get to pick against Ubaldo. Yes. It's an Obaldo day. Circle it on the calendar. If there's, if there's anything I, I enjoy, it's picking against Ubaldo Jimenez, especially when he, he has to be a new Yankee. So uh, my C pick at 66% on Chase Headley. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Uh, Chase Headley is switch hitter, does damage against righties. Uh, Ubaldo Jimenez struggles mightily with lefties. Mm-hmm. They kind of find and Chase Headley's been good so far. He's been very good. Yeah, 66% yeah. on them. I'm not super buying in, but I'm fine with it when he gets Ubaldo. In the same way that, you know, when you pick against Helfer, you get that bonus. So Okay. Yeah, the Pelf bonus. Who else do you got? Okay. B pick at 31% on. My guy Hernan Perez has been absolutely on fire for the Mighty Brew crew this week. Uh-huh. Yeah, he has. Uh, he's, in fact, right-handed, and he gets the lefty, Jaime Garcia, in Miller Park. I like that. I like that. I'm into that. He is my uh, bench player in a fantasy league. He's my my do, guy that fills in. a lot in. worse than him. Yeah. Uh, there's some power and some speed there, for sure. Uh, and lastly, my A-pick, the guy that I'm hoping gets in there. Mm-hmm. We've got Giovanni Gallardo goes into Cleveland. Okay. You ready to beat him up? And they have tons of lefties. The one I like especially is Lonnie Chisenhall at 4%. Mm-hmm. I, I like that, too. You, you know, uh, for Chisenhall's career, he has 28 career home runs. Do you know how many come against righties? Almost all of them. 26. Yeah, he, that's kind of his job. They don't really play him against lefties. No. Yeah, I like that against Giovanni Gallardo just fine. I looked at Chisholm Hall on Sunday. Sure you and, did. And not Saturday. But yeah, so on Saturday, I like those. I looked at some of the D-backs guys against Rockies, Tyler Anderson, lefty, going to Arizona. Mm-hmm. And the peripherals, the stat cast stuff on Tyler Anderson doesn't look good right now. Oh. So I'm ready to pick against the lefty. And the problem is most of the D-backs guys are all pretty owned. So if you want to, you can consider Brandon Drury at 44% is maybe one of the cheaper options there. I looked at like Chris Owings, who had a huge game on Thursday, but he's also pretty highly owned. It's hard to find a bargain there, but I like those guys. I wrote down Brett Gardner getting Ubaldo because it's Ubaldo. He's only 34% owned, and he hasn't shown much pop this year, which is not really his game, but he's stolen five bases already. He's going to be fine. And if you want Brett Gardner, he'd be okay with that. Going up the list a little bit more, Cody Bellinger got called up by the Dodgers. He's going to get uh, Zach Eflin. I'm fine with that, absolutely. They're going to play Cody Bellinger. I took a flyer on him, for sure. I think that there's serious pop there. It's a top prospect. If he hits, he's going to stay. They're going to find a spot for him. Where, where is and he, where's he going to play? They, they'll find a spot for him what if is, he I mean, what does it mean? They're going to like add like a fourth outfielder? I mean... I mean, right now in left field, he's got to beat, what, Andrew Tolles if he has to? Oh, that... I like Andrew Tolles, but that's just a platoon out there, and Bellinger is like a player of their future that if it's going, they'll just keep him. And you seal Pleague's hitting to save his job, and Adrian Gonzalez, they're not going to dump out yet, you know, but I, I don't know. I don't know, but Bellinger is not just some AAA guy. Like, that's a big prospect. So grab him if he's somehow sitting there in your fantasy league. Take the waiver, even if you might get sent down in a week. The problem is that he a lot of people did that, and he's 42% owned. He got scooped up. So he's not really a bargain for us right now, but I think you should grab him, and I think you could do fine on Saturday. You're, you're lucky, Higgins. Uh, Andrew Tolles is not on Twitter. Wow. Then you but can tell him also. 
Uh, I also wrote down Joe Panic. He gets Ulysse Chassin on Saturday. The same reasons, you know, you like him against Luis Perdomo. He's not as easy to hit as Luis Perdomo. That's my C pick. He's 21% on him. Fine with that. But the two guys I actually like, my B pick, my backup pick. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Mike. I've been writing like six down. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I don't think anybody's going to complain that we, we offer too much here. We're finding our balance still. Orlando Garcia gets Jaime Garcia. And as much as I like Hernan Perez, and I do, Orlando Garcia is part of that mighty, mighty Brewers lineup. He's batting at the bottom of it, but he's only 4% owned, and he's right-handed. You know what his OPS for the season is? It's something real bad, but I just want somebody in that Brewers lineup, I feel like. And he's going to play. He's 4% owned. I like Hernan Perez a lot more as a hitter right now in that matchup. I'm just saying, if I want a 4% guy, someone real cheap, I'm going to take him. But yeah, he's been bad. It's okay, though, because my A pick should play... And he faces Bronson Arroyo. I'm going to take the cheap guy in the St. Louis lineup. And I've mentioned him before, but didn't get him. But Colton Wong is at 5% owned. And yes, he's been bad this year too. But he, uh, I think he can hit Bronson Arroyo in the Reds bullpen. That's kind of what I'm, I'm buying here. So Dylan, it's Colton Wong. I think we yes. have a talk about the strategy of picking bad players. <laughs> I picked a guy that's 5% owned. I got to get my ownership down there. If you pick him against Bronson Arroyo and Jaime Garcia, we'll see. I I understand. But I'm going cheap on Saturday with Colton Wong or Orlando Garcia. Or if it gets down there, you know, they don't play. We could be Gardner or Drury. We'll be fine. Anyway, Matt doesn't approve, and now I really hope that they (laughs) run into one. And then I don't get to brag that they're good. I'll just be like, yeah, Bronson Arroyo. I know. So, also, on to Sunday. I wasn't that excited about Sunday either. No, I don't imagine Sunday is a rough day for streaming. Sunday's rough. Chase DeJong starts for the Mariners. He's more of a long man. He's kind of a prospect, but hasn't oh shown a lot yet. Yeah. Clayton Richard goes to San Francisco. We, I mean, we picked him earlier this year, and he had a good game there, but you're just, the upside's so low, right? There's just not much there for uh, him. Clayton Richards probably my pick. Okay, okay, but you sound that excited about it, huh? Oh, you can, the excitement yeah. is in my voice is palpable. Uh, yeah, Clayton Richard. If there's nobody else, is is fine because he can get to the double plays and the ground balls to stay out of damage. But I don't know. There's not there's not strikeouts. There's not an upside there. You are leading me in strikeouts pretty handedly right now, though. So I'm gonna chase those a little bit, and you have a little bit more wiggle room. I wrote German Marquez, Rockies rookie, goes to Arizona. Not interested in him, not interested in the matchup right now. Ty Block is interesting. A lot of Giants fans really like him, and he's getting... There's nothing interesting about Ty Block. No? (laughs) It's just desperate Giants fans trying to find something interesting. Did you check him out and look there? He gets the Padres in San Francisco. How many strikeouts does he have in how many innings this year? I don't have that offhand. Not much, though. I don't think he's much of a strikeout guy. I know the caper is like three three eight, so <laughs> and I think uh, which is a number that I laugh. It's only ten and two thirds innings and he has four strikeouts and four walks. That is okay. not good. It's not what you want. It's the first ten innings. But yeah, I not not really a strikeout guy. That's fine. That's fine. It's the Padres. You took Clayton Richard, so I don't think that uh, it's really in the minor leagues in his career. He had 6.2 strikeouts for nine. 
for time block. So he's a Clayton Richard-esque pick. That'll be a good matchup between those two on Sunday. I'm not taking time block anyway. It's fine. The only other guys that are interesting at all, Nick Pavetta starts for the Phillies. He's in a prospect. He should actually be able to strike some guys out, but he's going to LA and getting the Dodgers, and I don't like that. No thanks. That's not without knowing more about him in the major leagues. I don't want that. I'm going to go with, we talked about him a little bit before the show because he came up in another show. I'm thinking J.C. Ramirez going to Texas. And Eno Saris just wrote about him on Fangraphs. You can check that out. I'll link it in the post. Friend of the show. Yeah, Eno. And then it's kind of a Andrew Triggs thing where they're wondering if he's going to do better as a starter instead of a reliever. And Eno really broke it down. It has to do with his pitch mix and, and what he's choosing to use when, which is, you know, going to make for a whole different pitcher. And it's really early. It's a small sample size so far. I know Jeff Sullivan said he was interested in JC Ramirez too. Something going on there. So I'm not that scared of Texas right now. And I don't like the other picks on Sunday. So I'm going to try and take this guy who throws hard and is at least interesting. And hopefully he'll do okay in Texas. But admittedly, Sunday's real thin. There's not a lot to do there, pitcher-wise. Who are you thinking about hitter-wise on Sunday? Oh, I also forgot one more. Uh, Wade Miley is going to Yankee Stadium. He's 51% owned. He's been too good so far. He's barely not eligible for this contest. Okay. So, Matt, hitter-wise, who are you looking at? Uh, my C pick, I'm going to pick against Matt, uh, Wade Miley. Okay. Okay, I can see that. He's going into New Yankee, and they're just—they're just—they're awfully right-handed. Uh, Matt Holliday, yes. fifty-four percent, and I, I really like that for him. That's—that's that's too low for Matt Holliday. Actually, at least in this matchup, yeah. At least thirty-seven, it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah, he's batting in the middle of that lineup in that park. Should be fine. My B pick at forty-four percent owned is Ender Enciarte getting Matt Garza in Miller Park. I like that just fine. We've mentioned him on the show before. What do you like about that? Just Matt Garza stinks? Pretty much, yeah. And, and, and yeah. I, I actually believe a bit in Ender and CRT. Pop speed. Yeah. Good ballpark. Correct handed this matchup. Yeah. Good to go. Matt Garza is one of those names I see on the schedule. I'm like, oh, you're still in the major leagues? You're on a team? I forgot. I forgot about you. Not only, not only on a team in the major leagues, but also like earning millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. So I'm fine with picking against him for sure. Mm. And then who is your A pick? I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, Kyle Hendricks this year. Yes. Not good. Regression. Not good. Yeah. Uh, he gets Boston on the, the, sun, yeah. the Sunday night game on ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. Cubs at Red Sox. Cubs I at bet those Red tickets Sox. were real fun to try and get. Mitch Moreland at 28% owned. Yes. We do love our Mitch Moreland. Yes, we do. And we love him against yeah. Kyle Hendricks because Kyle Hendricks is a right-hander who struggles with lefties. Yep, and just the defensive Babbitt metrics have not been nice to him this year. No, so. no. Yep. He's getting the uh, Dallas Keuchel treatment, where all of a sudden you know the balls aren't finding the gloves anymore and you don't have the strikeouts to stay alive. So. Also, I, I, I think yeah. there's a bit of a championship hangover with him, with him you know, logging you know, 50 extra innings. Yeah, that's entirely possible. Yeah. So. That's, that's, uh, it happened to Mark Burley in, in 05, 06. I've always kind of like tried to track that and pay attention to that. And Yeah, well, they worried it was going to happen to Madison Bumgarner that one postseason, too. But And then he goes and does a, a flip off a dirt bike and lands on his shoulder. and Yeah, he didn't hurt himself, you know, throwing the ball at all. Believe it or not, no. Away. No, that's, that's pretty outrageous, yeah. for sure. So, okay. Yeah, I'm totally fine with those picks, for sure. 
I looked at. I only have three names. Are you excited that I didn't? I don't have six. But I actually only picked three. It's not the number of names. It's just are they? You know, so, somebody you would actually want to put into a DFS lineup. I'm I'm looking at looking at them. Yeah. So I what stuck out to me on Sunday is I want to use Mets lefties against Joe Ross. Okay. And so for my C pick, I'm running down Michael Conforto. He's 37 percent owned. That's too low. They're banged up. There's room for him. He's going to play. He needs to get picked up. So get Conforto. And when he gets Joe Ross, I'm fine with that. I also am looking at Angels right-handers, which is about the whole lineup, getting Martin Perez in Texas. Martin Perez's ERA doesn't look so bad, but his uh, his whip is sky high. He's not good. You can pick on him. And so I'm picking a guy that you've picked before. I think I've made him a B or C pick before. Danny Espinosa can hit lefties. We like Danny Espinosa against a lefty, and he is only 7% owned. So I'm in there in Texas. I'll take Danny Espinosa. And then finally, I am also taking Lonnie Chisholm. I'm just taking him on Sunday instead of Saturday. You have him on Saturday. I'm on Sunday. I have him against Chase DeJong. I just think that he's a long man and that he's not scary. He's right-handed, and Chisholm should do just fine there. So we're going to both watch him this weekend. You have Saturday. I have Sunday. I have to hope that, you know, it doesn't sting too much when he does one day and not the other (laughs) or something. We'll see. It'll be fun to watch. We both have Lonnie on Saturday, Sunday. Um, Matt, that should do it for us for our picks for the weekend. Do you have anything else before we get rolling? I kind of can't wait for May 1st so we can start picking guys that we like again. I really liked uh, on this one, you know, you said you're picking against Wade Miley from New York. I'm like, they got Chris Carter is the guy. You know, I can recommend him. We can't pick him, but Chris Carter on... I think I had him, too. Yeah, yeah, you've taken him, too. That's a good pick. We just can't do it. Nope. Remember when you were thinking maybe we should only be able to pick guys once a year? Yeah, that got was real ugly. That was dumb. That would have got real ugly. I think once a month is going to be about right, so... That was dumb. That yeah. that was that might that might be <laughs> glad we didn't do that. You know, I, I occasionally I have good ideas. That was not one of them. Well, we're gonna do fine at once a month. Yeah, on May first, these will all roll over, and we can go back to picking our Michael Saunders and our Chris Carter and whatnot. That'll be Monday. That'll be next week's show. It'll be good. Well, that should about do it for Matt and I. Matt is on Twitter at Matt D underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at Higgins FOS. You can tweet at Matt about the rules of softball, the unwritten rules of work league softball and whatnot. And I'll all, be... all I know is if, if I put you against that team again, I'm probably putting that, that guy in his ass. <laughs> you just like whip one back and throw it overhand at him. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, think, I think I would still do it underhanded. I would just do it like clearly make it a purpose pitch. Brush him back. Oh yeah, that's funny. He would probably just turn away and take his base, but he probably just like you know like glare at me and scoff or something. Probably. Oh, your softball antics. It's good. It's gonna be a good season. Work league tough guy, man. I got I got no time for that. <laughs> well, that should do it for us. Format. I'm Dylan. Thanks for listening to us, you guys, and we will talk to you on Monday. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.